Hakotaner Shabbos. We are about to begin Bezaz Hashem Shir number 75 in the Svarim of Zalak Pliskin. We're in the Sefer on Serenity, Menuchas Nefesh, Calmness. And we're going to talk about anxiety and panic attacks, which the general anxiety and panic attacks are pretty much the opposite end of the spectrum from serenity. It's a very painful thing. And no one should know of it. It's Mamish Gehenim. When you experience it for the first time, it can be extremely frightening. Um, the good news is, is with some treatment, with some therapy, sometimes with simply breathing dip deeply and, and working through it, it passes. Um, but it's a real painful uh, experience and a scary experience. But what what's happening actually is like this, that anxiety is really... A healthy thing when it's the body's reaction to danger. That's what it's there for. That when it, when you are in danger, that anxiety kicks in, and that adrenaline adrenaline gets picked up. So that when let's say someone is really in danger, uh, you know, he's encountering a beer or or uh, you know, uh, cars racing towards him, and the anxiety is like a warning signal. Um, it's telling the body to get out of the harm's way. And so, when someone is actually in danger, like a close car with a, a close call with a speeding car, or, or or an object falling off the roof, and you see it, so as soon as the danger passes, then the body begins the process of getting back to normal. And a milder case of anxiety can occur prior to tests, for example, or a, a job interview, or speaking in public, and other situations when you're feeling anxious, you could experience a mild form of anxiety. And all this is normal. Everything we discussed till now is normal. Everyone experiences these things in various situations. But, um, and at times, anxiety is caused by physical disorders, hyper, hyperthyroidism, higher. Uh, like an overactive thyroid, hypoglemia, or sometimes by uh, excessive caffeine. And, and, and that also has its causes uh, to create uh, feelings of anxiety. Uh, someone who's pretty anxious and they have a large coffee intake, they'd be recommended to lower their intake of coffee. Um, and that, that, that will help uh, to a great degree. But uh, when panic attacks appear sim- spontaneously and seems to be without a valid cause, um, you know, those things can happen also, sometimes mild, sometimes severe. So what's happening there? What's happening is, is for whatever reason, the body is going through a fight or flight response when there's actually no danger. Um, and, and you're still feeling that panic. And um, so in order to remain calm when you're experiencing this is to understand physiologically uh, what's happening. And that really, once you understand that, um, I know people who have experienced panic attacks for the first time, they, they thought they were dying or they thought they were having a heart attack. And um, like there's the, the, the symptoms would be uh, heart pounding very strongly, breathing a lot faster than normal, chest pains, which is again, you know, that's why people think that they're getting heart attacks or the one's legs feel shaky, rubbery, disassociation, sweating, numbness of hands, tingling in the mouth, choking sensations, trembling, um, or thinking that your mom is going crazy or that you're dying. It's an extreme terror. The first time someone experiences something like that and doesn't know what it is, it can be very terrifying. And anxiety 
of having that those symptoms could make it even worse. And because it's so extremely distressing, um, people are very afraid that it'll happen again, and that causes more anxiety and becomes a vicious cycle. So what they teach people who who have these panic attacks, they have one and it's shocking and traumatizing, and then they have another one. And the first step that they try to explain to them is as they're, first of all, they explain what's happening, that you're not going to die and it's this. And then once you're expecting it and you know what it's about, then you're not going to panic and you'll know what to do. Um, the symptoms are caused by heart speeding up and the breathing and the muscles tightening, causing chest pains and the pupils dilate. And there's a numbness due to the diversion of blood to the muscles. There's, there's, there's reasons why all this is happening and why all these symptoms are taking place. And when you're explained what they are, it's actually ways of protecting your body. Then then you'll you'll have a calmer you know, attitude about it, as scary as it was initially. And when you learn to breathe slowly and calmly, you help your body return to that normal state. And you can even tell yourself, calm down or calm and relax. And and it, it, it goes away. It dissipates. And so, you know, we call a panic attack, but basically it's, 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 it's one's muscles being very tightened and you relax it and... Uh, and that is a calming experience. Um, now, when someone experiences panic attacks or generalized anxiety, they need to consult a, a competent health professional who specializes in anxiety. And there are many approaches to, to, to handle that. And it's very important to be sensitive to people that are going through these panic attacks. It's real suffering. It's very hard for people who do not experience anxiety or depression for that matter to understand what Yisurim it is and how painful it actually is. Uh, some people that don't have these issues, they understand physical pain. Holy if there was a physical injury that's terribly painful, that they understand. But when you look at a person who's anxious or depressed or whatever it is, very often externally, sometimes they could cover it up. And sometimes you don't really see any pain. You know, you don't see the pain, but they're going through Gehenna. It, it is a terrible thing. And empathetic listening has a calming effect. Um, so again, people who never experienced anxiety or panic attack, um, you know, by listening, they'll understand what it is and they'll become more understanding about it. Because once someone went through this, they'll never, ever... Uh, make light of anyone who experiences such a thing. So that's just one thing that I wanted to bring up over here that he brings up in the book too. And by working on Menuchas HaNefesh, working on serenity, working on peace of mind, it helps a lot. And people who are experiencing panic attacks and anxiety don't give up from trying to work on these tools that we discussed in this year and all these weeks. And even if you still have these attacks uh, from time to time, you still practice these exercises. And, and, and every single time you do this, it is worthwhile. It has tremendous value, even if you have a way to go. And you, you, you give yourself credit, and you push yourself, and you cheer yourself on, and ultimately you will heal. And another thing also about Menuchas HaNefesh is that the more you have of it, the 
less mistakes you will make when you're making decisions. When you're under stress, your brain functions at a lower level of efficiency, and it's much easier to make mistakes. People sometimes think they need that heightened level of stress um, to, um, in order to be in the optimum point. Now, you have sometimes people like that. For example, there are authors. Uh, there was a famous author in the turn of the century in the early 1900s, O. Henry, famous author. Uh, he wrote always under duress. Like he wait, like uh, waited till the last minute, close to the deadline, when he he then he wrote feverishly. Um, so some people theoretically they thrive on these like tight deadlines and they're forced to do it and and then they come out with the product. But the truth is, is the ongoing to 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 once in a while if that happens fine, but to live your life that way, of that heightened level of stress. Um, it usually, it, it, it's really unhealthy. And to decrease your level of stress and increase your level of serenity um, is, is extremely important. People try to rush you with things. You have a right to say, hey, I need some time to think, calm down. You know, At work, it's a lot with pressure. You're pressured by a lot of people, your supervisors, whatever it is. They want things done yesterday. You have every right to, in a calm way, saying, it'll take me another 10 minutes give me a little time, I'll get back to you in a half hour. And, you know, and that is very calming. You have to basically f- protect yourself and put those borders down. You won't get fired. So they'll look at you a little funny. It makes no difference. If you know you're, you're you know, by them barking out of order, I want this in two minutes, uh, you know, and, and they expect an answer. You tell them, I'll get back to you shortly in a calm way. And then in your, at your own pace, you, you, get to whatever solution you, you, know, you look into, and then you provide it, but with Menuch HaSanefesh. And you, you, you take walks sometimes when you're anxious, you drink water, you breathe deeply, um, and um, view pressure as an unfair tactic. If you have a situations at work or other places where people put excess pressure on you, you know you're not lazy, you know that you're a productive person, the other person who's pushing you may not be a bad person, but they're under stress too. But you have every right to sit, put your foot down, create those boundaries and say, the more this person tries to push me, the more patient I will be. He wants this in five minutes. It may take 30. You're not doing this lahachas to antagonize the other guy. But what you are doing is you're calming yourself down and you're saying, I want to do his project. I'm ready to do his project, but I'm doing it in my time. I need time to, you know, to, to review things and to do it calmly. And you stick up for yourself for it. And um, here uh, is an anecdote someone wrote and said, I, I attended a semin- seminar given by an international successful lawyer who was a world-class expert negotiator. His services were utilized by presidents of the United States and by leaders of other countries and by giant corporations. And he said like this, he says, I don't negotiate for myself. When I'm emotionally involved, I make mistakes. Do I have self-confidence? I have tremendous self-esteem, great level of confidence, comprehensive knowledge of the art of negotiation. Yet when I'm under stress, I make stupid mistakes. And what is true for me is true for everyone else also. So keep this in mind whenever you're about to negotiate for yourself. And you, you basically, you care but don't care too much about the outcome. 
and stress, excessive stress is a prescription for failure. So this happens a lot in work situations where you have these deadlines and you know there is a lot of pressure, but you know that you'll get the job done, but you need another 10 minutes, you need another 15 minutes to have that menuchas nefesh to review something. You put your foot down and you assert yourself and you protect your boundaries and you say that I'll get it done when I'm ready to get it done, if it, even if it's uh, an hour later or whatever the case may be. Another one point before Messiah is just to say is not to compare yourself to others. Because, again, it depends on the effort of the person, and that's what really counts. Not where you actually were, but where you got to, based on the efforts that you made. Because there are many people that Bateva, just by nature, their nerves, they're more sensitive. Highly, SHPs, they're more highly sensitive people. They're more prone to anxiety, naturally. And for them, it'll take an extra work to maintain that calmness, while another person will require less work because naturally, Beteva, they have a more calm personality. So, Lefum Tzara Agra is the first thing we need to remember from Perkei that you get schar based on your level. When you are an anxious person person by nature because you're highly sensitive, and you put in that effort of maintaining your menuchas anefesh and developing serenity, you get much more schar than a person who is naturally calm, who naturally um, is collected and and uh, does not feel necessarily that strong anxiety. So that's something that you need to realize. You don't compare yourself to other people that may be more calm than you and you have a false expectation of what you expect, but rather you have that realistic approach. The realistic approach of who you really are the realistic approach of realizing that everyone's different and Hashem made me differently. If Hashem made me more sensitive, that means I'm more, you know, um, 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 it hurts me more, these stimulations, and I'm naturally could get easily, more easily stressed. Perfectly fine. And you're working towards it. And everyone should be happy with their lot, rejoice and accept who they are. And don't allow yourself to be put down by anyone else or to be compared to anyone else when it comes to your own self-work in working towards a healthy um, balance and your inner peace of mind. Brachan atzlacha.